All right, it's time to get back down to business. Week six is upon us, and some of these picks may surprise you because Chris Bean and I might be going against the grain. That's right, you heard it first. Who are the picks? Well, you'll just have to listen to find out because the pre-snap starts right now. You're listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by LineStar. The top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy football experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the Line Star app, it's me and it's Chris Meany and it's you. And we're talking week six in the NFL and another wacky week in the books. But uh, I would say overall, another pretty good one. We kind of did the recap already earlier in the week. But Chris, you're looking at the slate of games and there's a lot of stuff out there that you could uh, get afraid of. But I think we should go right at some things and attack it. Uh, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I've had uh, too much whiskey. I don't know. But all I do know is that uh, there are some things that are contrarian this week that I'm very much on. Too much whiskey. Sounds like you're doing all right. Yeah, um, celebrating too early. It's noon somewhere. Now, I wish. You know what? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like, <laughs> I wish I could just slow down once in a while and just have a cocktail and enjoy myself. I feel like I never do that. Like, I feel like I should start. Maybe I'd be less diaper. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, put the feet up, have one, maybe one cocktail, and you'll be all right. No, I'm intrigued with your, your thought process heading into this week, uh, you know, off the top there. So I am intrigued to see what way you want to go. But it is, it's a different kind of week, right? We have the four teams on by. We have the London game. So we have Christian McCaffrey off the main slate. There's only 10 games to talk about. And I mean, Christian McCaffrey's ownership in tournaments, and rightfully so, we've talked about it, has been through the roof. Not high enough, really, to be I honest, agree. because I agree. Um, you, you need to have this guy. So it'll be interesting to see what way people go now, because like I said, CMC is is off the slate for the, the London, London game against Tampa. And I, and I could not agree more with that sentiment. And this will be a little easier because he's not on that slate. And uh, we do have a heavy bye week, and the the Dolphins and Redskins are playing each other. <laughs> oh boy. Somebody's got to win. Actually, no. You know what? No. It, if it was the a tie, Dolphins it would be have to lose. This is a must lose game for the Dolphins because the last team you want to lose, you want to beat, is the Redskins. Because if you beat the Redskins and they you have the tiebreaker on them, and uh, they get the first pick. That's the worst case scenario for you. You're right, they, but they want to win. They the players don't care though. They want I to win. I know the players don't they care. Want to, they don't care about the pick. Look, this is not the week to win. <laughs> Josh Rose weeks, is playing for like his life, like a job. Like he knows he's not in Miami's future plans. Like he's playing this weekend lose. to try to get no. <laughs> onto a team somewhere else next year. No, don't win this game. If you're the Dolphins organization, you have to. I don't they know what you got to do. They're not going to ownership. Win. They're probably not, but this is the one you. Well, I mean, look at all the spreads. The spreads have been 17, 22, all these. And all of a sudden, the Redskins come to town, it's three. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a big – that says it all right there. But, look, that's that's also kind of, a, I think, a pass game for most of us. We'll see as we continue on the slate. But let's get after it, and let's start with the first one here because there's also a lot of chalk on this slate too. You know what? Let's, let's just get the Redskins and Dolphins out of the way. Let's just do this. Is there anything that's <laughs> tempting you strong. here? Because I know uh, a lot of people are saying, oh, what about Redskins defense? And I want – I don't want to hear about Redskins defense. This game to me is a complete mess. I'm running away from this game. There's not enough scoring. There's not enough players that I'm interested in. There's not enough ceiling. I'm just out. How about you? 
Yeah, I mean, what's the point of of rolling out Kenyon Drake or Adrian Peterson? Like, you're just, what, you're hoping for, I mean, in a tournament, you're just hoping for the best-case scenario. What's the best-case scenario there? I mean, I don't even know if they could get to 20 fantasy points. So I I just, I don't typically play guys like that. I I, I try, especially in tournaments, I'm looking for high, high ceilings. Like, sure, both of those guys could have their best performances of the season. It's very possible. But I would have to play multiple lineups. And I don't like to go into contests where I'm competing with somebody who's putting in 150 lineups. So I I just like to put in, like, get my three max. And I got to pick six backs, nine backs at most. I'm not picking any of those guys. So Terry McLaurin is is the only guy I have interest in. And from a season-long standpoint, it's different. You want to roll out Preston Williams? Sure, go for it. Uh, but McLaurin is is the guy who's been consistent all year. Last week was against the Patriots. Case Keenum is back at quarterback where he's had three touchdowns in three games. I'll play him. Well, that's where I feel good about it is, is the McLaurin. That's about it because of Keenum. And that's about it. But even so, it's like it's just not thrilling to me this week. It's not impossible. It's fine. I'm okay with it. But it's not where I'm looking. Where I'm looking is my first contrarian of the day. Oh, my goodness. The Vikings at home against the Eagles. Now, the Eagles don't have a great secondary. We all know that. But they keep being talked about as this, oh, well, Eagles run defense. Eagles run defense. Let's let's run through the Eagles running back opponents before we start anointing them, okay? Because the first one was against the Redskins, all right? So that was Darius Geis, and I think he blew his knee out in that game. And then you had uh, Devontae Freeman the second week, and they don't run the football at all. Uh, carry on Johnson's been okay, not great. Uh, and then they played the Packers and, uh, you know, at, at Aaron Jones, which is who's obviously coming off a huge week, but still it's not like they're facing the elite. And then of course, Le'Veon Bell against the Jets team that had a quarterback who hadn't taken a snap with the entire first team all week. So I am not necessarily buying into this narrative and I love, love, love Dalvin cook this week because of it, because I feel like he's not getting any respect and I'm going to give it to him. What do you think about that? Yeah, it, it sure. I mean, if he's not going to – I wouldn't go there in cash because I actually do have some respect for the run defense. You bring up a great point. Last year they were top five against the run as well. Like they've just – they've been pretty good against the run for a while now ever since Jim Schwartz has been there. They haven't but, played Dalvin Cook yet. No, they haven't <laughs> played Dalvin Cook yet. You're right. Um, when they beat them in the playoffs, Cook was on the sidelines. He was not playing in that football game. So, yeah, all those points make sense. And, and if you look on the other side, like Kirk Cousins – Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen, according to Fanshare and just projected ownership numbers, these guys are going to be pretty chalky this week. So if you're going to get Dalvin Cook on a week we talked about with no CMC, potentially single-digit ownership, I mean, that's great because he has been roughly right around the 20% mark in a lot of tournaments. I mean, just look at DraftKings fantasy points per game. He's got 27. The next closest guy is Chubb at 20. So there's a huge gap between production this week on the main slate. So yeah, if Cook is going to be contrarian, absolutely. And if he need, even if he does struggle to have success on the ground, like you look at the Bears game, fourteen for thirty five, yeah, like that's sixteen Fanduel points in that game. Exactly, that struggling game that he had, and that's why yeah. I think people are going to see it and they're going to go, oh, they're playing yeah. the Eagles. Oh, pff, no. I don't. I don't think I'm worried about this at all. Especially it's because there's his involvement. That's what I mean. It's his involvement through the air, right? He's got yeah. he's got 16 catches in his last three games, so he's going to catch five or six balls. Right. So if you're catching balls and you're scoring yeah. touchdowns, and maybe you know as good as the Eagles' defense might be on paper, again mm-hmm. they haven't played Dalvin Cook. So right. and and it's on the road. It's also in Minnesota. So there's a lot of reasons I like this one. Now I guess here's the question: Do you have any carryover confidence in Kirk Cousins? which is great alliteration, I just realized. Carry over confidence in Kirk Cousins. There you go. Uh, again, with Adam Thielen and Dora Diggs this week. I know last week it was something we were in on, you especially, 
Is this something that we are going to ride the wave or was that just fun and uh, now it's over? No, I think I think we can continue to ride the wave. Uh, you know, it was a dream matchup last week against the Giants and it's a good one this week against the Eagles secondary. So they want to establish a run in Minnesota. We all we all know that. That's why we like Cook. He's going to get his 15 plus touches in this game. But if you're just looking at that Eagle secondary and you've seen it all year, and again, it's another trend that it's not like the run. It's, it's similar to the run defense. It's not just like five weeks of good run defense. And it's not just five weeks of poor secondary play for the Eagles. It's, it's going on two years. Like even the year they won the Super Bowl, they were allowing four or 500 yards a game offense. So they're down to like six, seven string cornerbacks. It's not great. They're signing guys off the streets. So I still like Thielen more than Diggs. But if you're looking at prices compared to two on FanDuel, especially $5,800 for Diggs, I think is a pretty good value i'm out on the eagles um xavier rhodes is going to be locked up uh, with alshon jeffrey Uh, i'm just i don't know i'm just out i'm just out on the eagles i like i like minnesota at home so i'm just i'm I'm driving that point home and i'm driving the dalvin cook bus this week oh baby i'm driving that bus all right let's get to the next one here and uh that's the texans at chiefs and this is going to have so much ownership oh my goodness everyone's gonna be all into this game especially the chiefs coming off a loss at home, not a good look. They'll be at home again. I'm sure there'll be a huge bounce back uh, for Patrick Mahomes. I don't doubt this. I'm just worried about the ownership in this game being through the roof. So there's another game I like more later on this slate, but I'm okay if people want to get involved in this. Like if you're a multi-entry player and you want to have your Chiefs Texans uh, stack in there, that's fine. I, I have no issue with that. Uh, where are you going with this? Are you going back to the Will Fuller? Or are you going to DeAndre Hopkins? Or are you going with Kelsey? Where are you going? Yeah, I'm going with Kelsey and Hopkins. I want the big time players in the, in this matchup, and and there's such a big gap, um, you know, on both sides, DraftKings and FanDuel, and, and just terms of salary for for Kelsey. I mean, he's almost two thousand dollars more than Zach Ertz, who checks in second. And you know, when people look at that, they want to spend down. They look at Hooper. They look at Kittle, who had a strong game last week. They try to be contrarian with Ertz. I, I'm just I'm going to go to Kelsey at the top. I'm going to go with Hopkins at the top. You know, Fuller's price is really it's jumped up to like 6k is is it's 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 a lot man for for somebody who is is not consistent i i think you try to get pieces of this game i think you can do it in cash i'm a little hesitant on the running back situation in in casey i think i'll try damien out maybe potentially in a tournament because they can't run and it looks like shady's not getting any third down work it's it's been damien when he's healthy and in there but it's hard to ignore this game i mean the total's at 55 it's going to be, no, it, it's gonna be it, pretty it's, chalky, but it's going to be a lot of, of it points. is. And I think the one thing you can do is fade the running backs. And actually, this is a week where I fade Mahomes because there's value in the other side of this game with Watson. And there's value with yeah. another game that I can't wait to talk about that we're going to tease. But we'll talk about a little later that I just there's no reason I don't think to go. You know, some weeks I've been on here and I'm like, hey, this is a week you want to go for Mahomes. And I would even pay up for it in, in tournaments. We've talked about that. This is not that week for me. I just don't feel that. Uh, but I'm, I'm definitely staying away from all the RBs in this game too. And I'll tell you what, I think Kelsey is the only way to go, especially with where we're at right now with the wide receiving core of the chiefs. It's kind of a shambles right now. Yeah. It doesn't look like Sammy's going to play Tyreek Hill could return. I mean, that would boost Mahomes' value too. The if thing he's is playing that changes, that changes, it changes you know, everything. Yeah. Yeah. And especially because, well, again, in cash, like you don't need to, to spend $7,500 on Mahomes because it's, it's not going to give you a good balance, but in tournaments, people are just looking to spend down in general. Like they just, they're looking to Kirk cousins. I mean, Oh, I'll just play him $5,200. Like, why am I going to spend up for a home? So like, sometimes he actually is a contrarian play in terms of ownership. Like the thought of getting him low in, in the 50 point total with Tyree kill coming back to the lineup is, is kind of appealing. 
but yeah, you're right. It changes absolutely everything. And if there's no Tyreek Kill, then I mean, it's just Kelsey probably getting a ton of targets. Yeah, I, I, that's why I'm with you. I think this is one of those weeks too where it's okay to pay up for tight end because I don't love Ertz. Yeah, we'll see what Kittle is capable of. But look, you just got a touchdown last week. That's great. That's grand. But uh, you know, I have some real questions about the, them finally playing a real team in the Rams because I think this will be their first real test of the season for San Francisco. But on, on top of that, like the tight end is just, it's such a shambles right now. It so, is. you know, I'd rather either go to the top or just punt it all together. And this is the kind of week where he feels like, you know, even if Tyreek Hill is in this game, that's not a bad thing for Kelsey. That's actually good. Actually yeah, free, I, like, good I, I actually think that's a bigger positive than a negative. All right, Saints and Jaguars. Let's start with the Jags here. Minshew's played very well. The Saints have played very well, especially on defense. I guess the question is, Leonard Fournette continues, I feel like, to be underpriced. And I'm loving Leonard Fournette this week. He's 6,700 on DK. On the FanDuel side, he's 7,300. I think he's a terrific value. LineStar app loves him too. And by the way, make sure you are downloading that LineStar app and upgrading to the premium products. You can see all the things and all the metrics that we see. But the most encouraging thing here is the targets. Six, six, eight, three, seven. All those targets in the passing game I don't understand why the DK price is kind of lagging behind here. Do you? No, I don't. I, I think we said this exact same thing last week. We like yeah. the offense runs through him. Yeah, and like then what did he do last 90%. week? Yeah, twenty-one he, points. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> playing um, over ninety percent of the snaps, like second most. I mean, he's he's right behind McCaffrey in in a lot of categories. I mean, one hundred and fifteen touches, ninety-one percent of the snaps. That's again second to Christian McCaffrey and fifty-two carries in his last two games are you kidding me it's been at least the last two games against top 10 defenses too yeah and i think people yeah people are a little i would assume that people are worried when they look at DraftKings and fandom they see the matchup against the saints and like oh run defense pretty solid good defense did well against zeke like fournette can return value at this price if he's going to catch four or five balls every single week and that seems to be the case all right now any of the wide receivers here in play for you is westbrook in the slot and play uh, DJ Shark. It, now, uh, right now, I think it looks like Eli Apple's going to be on DJ Shark unless Lattimore moves over. And it, watch this carefully <laughs> because depending on what that is, that's a big, big difference of whether or not I like Shark this week. W- what are your thoughts depending on how that all pans out? Yeah, I like Westbrook. Shark is getting all the love. Everybody likes to do yeah, this. Shark's got Eli and, Apple. And there the- there is yeah. Eli Apple. I'm, uh, confirmed online star app right here. Yeah, and... We know about Apple and, you know, with, with shark, he's just getting so much love. I don't think he's a bad play. Uh, I think he's going to be pretty chalky. We've, we've talked before about how that's, that's fine. It's just, I, I like DD's. I like DD's matchup a little bit better. And I like the fact that he's cheaper and then I'll get him at a lower ownership. And it's not like he hasn't been involved, right? Like he has been, he's been getting targets in this offense the past couple of weeks, got 17 targets, 12 catches, 148 yards in his last two games. So, I mean, yeah, I'm in on it. Yeah, why not? I mean, it's just it seems to make sense. That's for sure. Um, on the other side of this game, obviously coming off a huge day for Michael Thomas, a guy we talked about, which none of us could understand last week why Michael Thomas was at just seventy-seven on Fanduel. Well, hopefully you had him last week. I mean, you had that everybody in the kitchen sink last week to even cash, but this week that price uh, certainly has gone back up. He's up to eighty-two. Um, and look, it's a good matchup because you know Boy is going to be on the other side against Ted Ginn, and you would imagine that. Uh, without Jalen Ramsey here, that Michael Thomas can be equally effective this week. 
Yeah, for sure. Michael Thomas is just it, – it's crazy how he just hasn't missed a beat, really, with Teddy Bridgewater. He's just getting a ton of the targets, and the target share is thin there. So I, I think Thomas – what do you think his ownership will be like this week? I think people are afraid of Jacksonville. I think they're a little afraid of the Saints on the road, too. You know, it's one thing in that building, but – Yeah, you're right you No, know, you're right, but, but I think you make the better point, which is when you look at the Michael Thomas game log, it's very consistent. So why wouldn't you buy into it? I mean, I think – I think this is another contrarian-ish kind of buy. Like, I feel like the high price premium guys this week are kind of contrarian, and everyone's going to get away from them, and they're going to look back and go, oh, right, Dalvin Cook is one of the best running backs in football. Oh, yeah, Michael Thomas is really good no matter what. Like, And I think we just, we're going to get slapped around with a reminder. Those people who aren't in on it, they're, you're going to get slapped around. Yeah. And again, just it feels like with Breeze being out that they've just really made Thomas just – the focal point of this offense like let's just pepper him let's just continue to give him a ton of looks like he's he's a beast and and that's what we're seeing just every single week is like seems like double digit targets he's coming off that big game of course like don't really expect that but i feel like heading into this week jacksonville and the schedule the road the narrative is no 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 i'm not going to go to thomas like if you want one of those top wide receivers at a low ownership if that's what you're into Thomas is the one between him, Julio and Hopkins. Like that's the guy that you'll be able to get lower owned than anybody else. And we know what his ceiling is. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. And look, the Saints are going to have a letdown game eventually, too. Yeah, they I think the Jags actually are going to win this football game. We'll see. But uh, we'll talk about more tomorrow on the wagering show with me and Mike Randall. That'll be a fun one to discuss. Uh, but a lot of tight games this week. This is this is really a messy, messy week for picks. So <laughs> it is. It's a it's a weird yeah. week. Buckle up, baby. Buckle up. It's going to be fun. Seahawks at Browns. This is a must game for the Browns. Another must game because they keep putting themselves in these situations. But I don't know, man. I just keep watching Russell Wilson just win football games. And if you learn anything from Monday night, it's just run the ball down the Browns' mouth. And I think they're going to do that with Carson and maybe even Penny too. But Carson's going to be chalk. But I don't think it's a bad idea considering how bad the Browns were against the run. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard not to. It's embarrassing. It was it was really embarrassing. Kyle Juchik will give him some credit for for leading the way and blocking. Yeah, it sucks. He's going to be out for about a month and change, so that yeah, sucks that's, that he's out. Absolutely. He's a big part of that run game in San Francisco. I don't think he gets enough love, but if you watch that game, you saw him creating holes for a lot of people. But Chris Carson is is somebody that you and I like. I, I feel like we talk about him a lot. Is like, hey, let's give him one more chance. I know he's fumbled three times, but don't worry. Like, Pete Carroll's been very honest about wanting him to be the guy like Penny's in only involved really through the air and a couple carries here and there 49 carries five catches and nearly 300 yards for Carson in the past two games since those three mediocre performances right and and you're talking about the Browns rush defense it's not good and they're top 10 in terms of fantasy points allowed and rushing yards allowed so and we know what Seattle wants to do they want yeah. to run the football so I wonder if he'll be chalky he should now, be people should be on him are anything over in Cleveland is the is the contrarian play of the of the year right here because they look just so awful. <laughs> the offensive do. line look bad. Baker Mayfield looks bad. Odell Beckham's not catching balls. He's throwing balls. The whole thing is just a hot mess right now. How do you feel about playing Beckham? No chance. I mean, if this is if if you want to play <sighs> him, this is the time. I mean, he's yeah. been brutal in, in two straight games. He was taken away in the Baltimore game. We just made an excuse. All oh, Baltimore did a great job of just eliminating Odell Beckham Jr. And then last week, you know, they tried so hard, Cleveland. Like, let's – he threw the ball. He ran the ball. He had more receiving yards and rushing yards at one point than 
or more passing yards and rushing yards at one point than receiving yards. They put even put him in when the game was out of hand to try to do a punt return. He tried way too much, obviously put the ball on the ground. It's it's tough to feel good at all about this Cleveland offense. The line, the play calling, Baker Mayfield is inability to to even see a second read. So I'm I'm talking myself out of it, but at the same time, like he's so cheap, he's sixty eight hundred dollars. We know his upside. Yeah, he's seventy six on Fanduel. I tell people you what, don't want anything to do with him, and I don't no, really blame people. I don't either. I mean, there's going to be a correction at some point. I just don't know if it's here. I don't know. It's it's tough to buy into. I'm going to say no, and I'm usually the guy that goes, yeah, get one piece of it. But I don't know, man. I'm just not feeling it this week. I don't think it's the way to go. I just – they look so bad. And, look, maybe we'll be wrong. Maybe I'll be wrong. I don't know about you, but are, are you talk, did you talk yourself into it just I'm now? I'm going to play him in one lineup. I am going to play him in one lineup because it is Beckham. Um, yeah, I will. And Seattle has given up some big plays. You know, Landry is probably safer if you if you are getting nuts. But I, I will play Beckham in one lineup as in a tournament lineup. Absolutely. I, because I don't feel like anybody, like some of the questions that I feel at the athletic and a chat on Tuesday was like, what do I even do with Beckham? Like, who, who can I play over him? How, who can I get? Because I want him off my roster. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't blame these people because no. he has looked, he is clearly even saying after five weeks right now, he is clearly going to be the biggest bust. definitely definitely one of them somebody asked me in a keeper league should i trade him for amari cooper and i said well do you have a shot at winning this year and he said yeah "Yeah, i'm four and one i said we'll go do it sure yeah i was like why why not yeah why why wouldn't you just go flags fly forever baby go get those w's when you can because you never know guy could get hurt all kinds of things can happen but that's where we are right now and i (laughs) i'm the last guy that would have said that i hate amari cooper but he's had a good season (laughs) and odell's just done nothing so uh the Browns are in trouble. This is going to be. I'll tell you, if they lose another one, man, get your popcorn out for that press conference. Oh, Freddie Kitchens one and done. He's going. He's got to be one and done if uh, it continues down oh, this path. Hundred percent. All right, Cincinnati Bengals at Baltimore Ravens. Uh, with this one, look, I'll tell you what. You look at this one, and uh, Tyler Boyd, I think, is certainly a guy who's priced very well. Just sixty four hundred, Tyler Boyd. And let me remind everybody: the Ravens' defense is not great. Okay, they are just not that good. They're okay. They're fine but they're certainly beatable. And Tyler Boyd, I think is one of these guys that can beat him. So I'm all for Tyler Boyd. Uh, Tate is 5,400 over on the DK side. Uh, pricing is a little bit different there. I'm going to try to pull that up real quick, but it keeps doing wacky things here. Uh, Boyd is just 63. Auden Tate is 45 on DK. Jeez, really low down there. And on the flip side of this game, uh, it's Mark Ingram for me. That's the guy who was carrying the torch last week. And do it again. 66 for Ingram. On DK over on FanDuel, 75. That's a perfectly priced Mark, uh, Mark Ingram as far as I'm concerned. And that's kind of where I leave you. Like Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, and Tyler Boyd. And then I'm walking away from this game. I got, I'm, I can't get into Mixon right now. Just not enough touchdown upside for me. But uh, I will I will play around with Tyler Boyd. I think he's got, the, he's got 10 catch upside in this game. Yeah, I would agree. I think you said it perfectly. I love all those all those pieces too. Boyd's been Boyd's just been a factor. He's good. He's 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 underrated. He's he's got great hands. Run runs really nice routes. And and even though Auden Tate like wasn't phenomenal last week, he still found the end zone. He returned value. He's still pretty cheap. And this Ravens defense, you've said it so many times, Joe, on this show, is that they're just not the same. And and they just have some issues getting after the quarterback and you can throw on them. And that's what the Bengals are doing right now with Zach Taylor and the offense. Like Andy Dalton is throwing the ball, 
He's, I mean, top five passing attempts. He's going to continue to chuck, and that's without AJ. I'm excited when AJ gets back in this offense. I actually think we'll be talking about the Bengals because their defense on the other side is so bad as well. And there's just so many issues. They can't run the football. They got guys playing, you know, tackle that have never played tackle before. It's it's honest. Like, listen, the Bengals, is, they're just a, a complete mess. So that just means Dalton just throws, throws, throws. It's not good for Mixon. And Lamar showed us his floor last week in a game where he turned the ball over a few times. He ended up with 14 Fandle points. Yeah. That's his floor. Fine. It's not great. It's but, not I mean, great. that that's that's what he's It'll be better this week. That was, you know, that was one of those tougher in-division games on the road against Pittsburgh. At home against the Bengals defense, it'll be a lot easier. Bengals are terrible defensive teams, so I do think he's up to run a lot more. And he's another guy that's a good pivot away from the top of that quarterback board. Because I know Mahomes and Watson are going to be through the roof this week, and I think uh, there's definitely some other dudes out there, and Lamar Jackson being one of them. All right, here we go. The 49ers at the Rams. Finally, a test for the 49ers. And I'll tell you what, man. Some Cooper Cup stats here from Line Star. You ready for this? You're gonna love these. Oh boy. Uh, was targeted at least 12 times in each of the last three games. Six red zone targets in the past three games. Uh, San Francisco is ranked 31st in allowing 1.8 touchdowns to wide receivers over their last nine games, and San Francisco allows 23 percent more pass attempts when they're on the road. So, uh, look, every single button is trending up for Cooper Cup. And he's just 78 over on FanDuel still. So, <laughs> like, you know, just go get it. Just go get it. Get some Get some Cooper Cup. I'm sorry. It's just he's too good uh, not to have on there. He's 71 on DK, 78 on FanDuel. And Jared Goff at home is going to be fine. At 76, I think this is where the Rams kind of get right. This is a huge game for the Rams. I do th- believe the Rams are a better football team. I do. I mean, maybe I'm wrong here. We'll see. I give the 49ers a ton of credit. I really do. They've they've really come out of the gate very well. But I think this is a test. This is their first real test, and I don't think they're going to pass it. What do you think about this one? Yeah, it's hard to imagine them losing three games in a row. I, I think they're the better team than San Fran as well. I, I'm not saying San Fran's had a cakewalk schedule, but uh, this definitely will be their true test for sure. I, I think that they can go in there and surprise some people, but I, I have, you know how much I love Cup. It's like, I feel like I pick him every week in the touchdown game. Like, he's just one of my favorite wide receivers. Had him ranked as a top five guy last week. It's going to be a top five guy the rest of the year for me. He just, he's, he's Goff's boy. You mentioned the red zone stats from Line Star. There's just so much to like about Cooper Cup and the targets that he's been getting. I mean, a ridiculous 44 targets in his past four games. I mean, it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. So, so yeah, give me all the cup. I'm interested in golf because, you know, all of a sudden Todd Gurley popped up in the injury report too. I don't know what's yeah, going with on the there. Contusion. I mean, it's a bruise. Like, oh, of yeah, course he's going to play. But even know. still, they haven't had a lot of success running the football. I no. just like how much golf has thrown it. I mean, 68 pass attempts two weeks ago, coming off a game with 49 pass attempts. He's throwing the ball a ton I'd like that in my fantasy quarterback. I, I think he has enough weapons. Looks like Brandon Cooks is going to play. Gerald Everett is is being involved in this offense too. So he's he's spreading it around. He's throwing the ball a ton. And at the flip side, Joe, I kind of like the 49ers defense because if the run game is not going to be there and the play action is not there, if any, if Gurley is, is for whatever reason not playing, I don't think Brown's going to have success on the ground. And Goff throwing the ball a ton, I mean, seeing what I've seen from the Niners recently, their run defense or they're, they're just the pressure that they dial up is, is pretty significant. 
I mean, they were getting picks and turnovers and sacks every single week, so they're super cheap. And it's a weird week for defense. I can't pick the Pats. I can't pick Washington against Miami. I don't trust it. So I'm trying to get a little bit different with my low end defense. You know what's funny? My low end defense is this is the same. <laughs> it's the same. I like twenty seven hundred bucks on DK. I mean, just plug them in. Yeah, I I agree. I'm with you. And and look, I understand. Well, this is another one where you look at the rankings, you go, oh, my gosh, look, they're ranked. You know, the 49ers are ranked really high against the pass and all these things. But, like, who have they really played? Right. You know, I mean, they haven't really played a great offensive team. And the Rams are a great offensive team. So let's find out what they are. And I think there will be a lot. I think this will be low ownership because there's a lot of people drinking the Kool-Aid or in the 49ers case, probably a, a nice, maybe uh, maybe a nice Merlot they're drinking or something like that up there some, yeah. in the Napa area. Napa something, Valley. Been yeah, there. It's know, good times. Maybe a nice Shiraz or something like that. They're drinking the Shiraz on the 49ers, perhaps. That's what they're doing. But look, it, I'm in on this one. I'm out on the 49ers, um, not not because I'm I, not loving what they're doing. I think it's great. But it's difficult because you don't know Breida Coleman, how it's going to work out week to week. And that's always a frustrating bit for me. So I'm just going to stay away from the 49ers. But I do like the Rams. I like golf. I like cup. If you want to mess around with Everett this week, I can't say no because t- tight end is so bad. It is bad. It's, yeah, It's not a terrible play. It really isn't. And it's I know there cheap. are a lot of people that love Kittle this week. But again, Kittle to me is a little inconsistent. So if you had to pick one, would you spend up for Kittle or would you spend all the way down for Everett? You know, it's a $500 difference. So it's actually not even that much of a difference. Only 500 o- Only on FanDuel, but there's a big difference on DraftKings. On DK, 3600 forever. That's there I would. That's a, yeah. big, that's a big red flag right there. Yeah, so. there I would for sure. All right, let's go into the next one here, and it's Falcons Cardinals. This is the one I was waiting for. Figured you might no be, yeah. defense, no defense. <laughs> Woo! Nobody plays defense. Will Dan Quinn get fired on Monday if he sure. goes to Arizona and loses? Well, they're probably going to win this football game just by uh. default. I don't, I don't know. I just think, well, here's the thing. I don't really care. All I care about is this. <laughs> I want Matt Ryan to throw for 300 yards in his game. And I think he will. I think it basically is what he does. He's just, 64. he's done it every game. Yeah. Yeah. He's 64 on DK over on the FanDuel side. He's 81. That's a very nice quarterback. I will spend up for in cash. That's fine. I don't have to go to the top of the board for Mahomes or Watson. I could pivot down a little bit. If I'm a little worried about golf, maybe. This is your perfect guy. If I'm a little worried about Lauren Jackson, this is your perfect guy. You know, he's going to throw the ball a ton. Um, you know, Julio is uh, another one, just a good spot here. Line star loves Calvin Ridley again this week. And so do I, we were on him last week. He scored a touchdown. You can even make the case for Hooper and Sanu. All these guys are in play except Freeman, no Freeman. Everything else is in play on this one. And of course the big news, if indeed David Johnson is out for this game, and as we're recording this, has anything else come down since we started recording? No, no, I okay. don't think so. If he's out of this game, and it seems like it might be the case, you fire up that Chase Edmonds. I don't care how chalky it is. I don't care if it's 30% owned. I want Chase Edmonds on my roster. Even in limited action last week, eight for 68 with a touchdown, four targets. He caught three of them for 18. Imagine him against that Falcons defense that stinks. And I'll tell you what, give me all the Larry Fitzgerald too. Oh, yeah. And I don't need to have Kyler Murray with this. I just want those two guys. If you want to do the Kyler Murray version, fine, go for it. Knock yourself out. I'm cool with that too. Or if you play in the super flex format, those are the two guys I would play. Cause there's no defense in this game, Chris, none. 
No, there's no defense. I mean, I I don't even mind the Kyler Murray. I mean, I definitely like Fitz. You want to, you could get real cute with your lineup if if there's no DJ and go Fitz, Edmonds, and and Kyler. I mean, if you were in on that receiving touchdown last week with Kyler, I mean, boom. I mean, that's that's awesome. And Kyler's running around a lot more than what he was earlier in in his his short career. I mean, 69 rushing yards, 27, 93. He's he has back to back games now with a receiving touchdown. Or a rushing touchdown, rather. Actually, that Edmonds touchdown last week was a rushing one, but Ed, he can see he's still catching balls out of the backfield, like you alluded to. Um, so, and you know what? No disrespect to DJ, but maybe he needs a week off. Maybe he's just not fully healthy. This is a team that's has they've moved up and down the field. They've gotten into the red zone several times. They're just struggling when they get there. Maybe Edmonds is is better. Maybe he's more capable of getting in right now. Maybe DJ's just not a hundred percent. Like clearly, he's obviously not a hundred percent. Backs are tricky things. Backs I wouldn't are push tricky. Back injury. I, I think that was a that would be a terrible idea for them to push this. I, I just wouldn't. And uh, I don't know. I mean, Chase Edmonds. Even if DJ can go and he's limited, Edmonds still might be a decent flex play. He really yeah. might be. I'm telling you, there's there's enough to go around. The Falcons he's good. suck that bad. And yeah. he's good. And it, yeah, he is, he is good. good. Yeah. If, if, if anything were ha- to happen to DJ, we've been talking about Edmonds as, as a for sure top 10 back. So yeah, there's a lot to like about this game for sure. And you mentioned no Freeman. That's why we like Matt Ryan so much. Like, cause he yeah. doesn't have a run game. He's just, no, no, there's no running. It's only passing. That's it. That's all there is passing and no defense. That's the Falcons. Give me, give me, give me. I want it all. Okay. Ezekiel Elliott and the Cowboys are going to take on the jets this week. And the Cowboys certainly need a W and luckily they get the jets this week. Donald will be back, but I don't care. I'm not buying into them at all. I'm not buying into Love Bell yet or anything like that. If it happens, good for you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's not smart money as far as I'm concerned. But Ezekiel Elliott needs to get a big game here. You know, slow, you know, first game out of the gate, whatever he was limited. Then back to back 100 yard games. In the last two, he's only got 90 yards rushing in those last two. Now, granted, he does have a touchdown in each, but we need like a vintage Zeke game. Do you think he's going to get that here against the Jets? I think he could. I think they should. Dallas should go back to just a little bit of their old ways and leaning on Zeke and, and just, you know, establishing the run, playing at a slower pace, perhaps not making Dak throw the ball so much and making the, and having these mistakes. Like Dak is, he's had a cakewalk schedule. He's struggled over the last two games, which he's had a great schedule, but he's turned the ball over quite a bit. I mean, six interceptions through five games playing teams like the Giants, Washington, and Miami. Like you shouldn't have six picks when, when those teams are on your schedule. I mean, he threw one against Washington, threw one against Miami. He gave the game away last week. So let's get that Dak week or that Zeke week. You're right. We yeah, haven't gotten that big game yet. Pound a little bit. Yes, man. get your identity back. Get in there. It's nice. I mean, he's saving your season-long leagues because he's gotten four touchdowns in five games. But we haven't seen a, a Zeke game yet. Could see it this week. I'll tell you what, Michael Gallup being back too, I think is helpful. Oh, so nice. Gallup is yeah. a guy that I like a lot this week, especially on the Fanduel side. I think he's got some touchdown upside. He's just sixty-one over on Fanduel. I'm not sure what the uh, DK prices. I don't have that up there. I don't know if you did, but. Uh, just a good opportunity here for him. Not a great secondary. They're ranked 21st against the pass and there'll be more heat on Amari Cooper. And I think Gallup is that guy that, you know, could definitely sneak him and be a really nice ROI this week. I really like him in this game. So yep, that's uh, exactly. anything else here to add on this one. I think it's uh, it's Zeke and it's Gallup and you get out of town. I don't know. <laughs> like That's kind of where I'm going with this one. And uh, last, maybe even least the Titans at Broncos. Uh, I know Lindsay's had back-to-back very good games. But if you're playing in the late slate, I can understand it because there's not a lot of good running backs in this slate in the four o'clock games. Like Gurley's got a lot of questions. He's very touchdown dependent. You have Zeke, who's the top of the board. 
you want to mess around with the 49ers guys, but I think in the four o'clock only is where I get involved with Lindsay against the Titans. I don't love it, but I think there's some upside there because he's really shown the last two games that he's looked like the Lindsay of 2018. And that's a very exciting fantasy product. Uh, outside of that, it's the same old it's Derrick Henry. It's uh it's AJ Brown. And uh, I just don't trust Mariota at all. So I kind of just mostly out on the Titans. How do you feel about this one? Uh, any defenses? Maybe you want to pick a part here? Where do you go? Yeah, not not really defenses. I was thinking potentially with them, but I just, you know what both of these teams want to do is run the football. They want to play like a low pace. total. Yeah, it does. And I, I want, you know, why I mentioned San Fran is because I want a defense that's going to dial up some pressure and go against a quarterback who's going to throw a lot. I want to see some some turnovers potentially. And this this just seems like a slow pace game. Like let's hand it off to Henry. Seventeen sixteen right here. That's yeah, let's is. hand it off to Lindsey and Freeman. So yeah, no no real interest for me and any anybody else besides those two guys. Like I definitely like Henry. We know what we're going to get with him. I mean, he's got a pretty safe floor as as well. The ceiling is not quite as high. He, I mean, he get you double digit points because he's going to get 20, about twenty carries. All right, so it's that time again. It's time to find the end zone with myself and Chris Meany and win some people. Some swag from the Line Star app. So if you're listening to this segment, make sure you are going to retweet this clip when it is clipped and, uh, you know, retweet it like it. And maybe just maybe it'll be your turn to win some free stuff, courtesy of me and Chris and, of course, the good folks at Line Star. So we each pick a running back and a wide receiver. To recap last week, uh, we had six touchdowns between those four guys. So it was a pretty good week. We bounced back. Now we got to keep the bar high. I will start this week with running back. I already went contrarian with him. You know, I talked him up all show and I don't care how good the Eagles defense is against the run on paper. I don't care. It's <laughs> Dalvin cook. It's all the Dalvin cook. Dalvin cook is the running back who will get in the end zone, lock it up and people will be off of it because they're a little afraid. Don't be afraid. Go get yourself some Dalvin cook. So Chris Meany, where are you going with your running back this week? You know, whose defense run defense is, is not good on paper. <laughs> the, the Cleveland Browns, <laughs> right? Yeah, you hey, and I are on the same page here. Take uh, the gimme. Yeah, the rush defense is not great. I'm looking at Chris Carson, and I'm seeing somebody who has 54 touches and 268 yards in his last two games. So give me some Chris Carson. Yeah, it's hard not to like that one. All right, so wide receiver, I'll give you the floor for this one first. Go for it. Oh, man. Well, I can't go back to Cooper Cup all the time. Like, I just want to play him every single week. Uh, No, Cooper Cup is a luck. I will go to somebody who's a little bit more established. How about that? Uh, How about DeAndre Hopkins getting in the end zone this week? Finally. Well, that would be a nice. Yeah, it's funny. It sounds like a chalky call. Like, like, oh, taking the easy way out. But you know what? (laughs) I don't think you are. I don't think you're taking the easy way out. I think you you got some guyones on you, baby. Well done. I'm going to (laughs) go with Larry Fitzgerald against the Atlanta Falcons because they don't tackle anybody. And Larry Fitzgerald is still a guy who can break some tackles. Old man Fitzgerald gets in the end zone. There you have it. Those are our picks. So make sure you are, again, uh, downloading that LineStar app and using it for all your DFS needs and upgrading to that premium product. As always, you can follow Chris and myself on the Twitter machine at JoePizzaPia17, at Chris Meany, at LineStar app and LineStar NFL. That'll do it for me and my boy, Chris Meany. We hope you have a great weekend of DFS. Win tons of money and have a good time because that's what we're all about. The pre-snap is over. It's time to break the huddle. There's nothing left to do now except set down win. You've been listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by LineStar. 
hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Beanie.